If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. Today on Business Unusual, I'll answer your questions about business, motivation, life, or anything else on your mind. But first, people say that bragging is not attractive in business, but I can tell you, if you don't know how to brag, you're not going to go very far. I've had to learn how to speak up in business to be heard. When I started in the real estate business in New York City, it was clearly a boys club owned and operated by men. I wasn't made to feel welcome, and I had to learn to speak up to make my feelings known. Here's how I did it. I would just decide I was just like the guys and think, what would a guy do? And my arm would go up, my voice would be louder, and I'd take command of the situation. I also had to do that to get my job on Shark Tank. After I signed the contract to be on Shark Tank, I got a polite phone call that said they had changed their mind. So what did I do? I immediately wrote an email to Mark Burnett, the big producer, and told him he had made a mistake and why. And it was that email that got me my job that I've been doing for the last nine years. Today on Shark Tank, the entrepreneurs that I invest in and succeed so well beyond everybody else are all pushy. They know, like I had to learn, that you have to speak up to be heard. Whenever I hesitate to raise my hand, I ask myself, hey, what would a man do? This is Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Zach from Louisville, Kentucky asks, Barbara, you told a young entrepreneur on Shark Tank that you saw the same type of optimism in her as you did in yourself when you started. But unlike you, she had no self-doubt and you said that was important and you didn't buy her business. Why not? Zach, I remember that entrepreneur very well, and I can tell you she was cocky. There's something about someone who's overly confident and has all the answers to all the right questions, perfect answers, that totally turns me off. This is why I love self-doubt. When you're doubting yourself, you have the engine within you to really prove to yourself, the most important guy there, what you can do. So if you start a new business with something to prove and you're doubting your ability, it will make you work five times harder. The reason I didn't buy that young woman's business is because she wasn't going to question her ability at all. And that made me realize I would for sure lose my money. TJ from Phoenix, Arizona asks, people say we millennials want to rise to the top too quickly we're self-centered, lazy, etc. How can we millennials debunk that stereotyping? TJ, I don't find that to be the case whatsoever. So let me start by debunking the myth by saying that millennials, of course, want to get ahead. And that's an attribute that I look for. But they're patient, they work hard, and they're so much smarter than kids were 30 years ago. I find that millennials are exactly who I love to have working with me because they have upward mobility, they know the sky's the limit, they're optimistic, but they're also willing to work hard to get there. I mean, what more would you want in a great employee? Billy from Jackson, Mississippi asks, I have a new business and no way of standing out from the crowd. Any ideas? Billy, there's always a way to stand out from the crowd. 
If you're a product that you've already seen a million of out there, all you need is a point of difference that you manufacture and put on the front face of your company. I use the Corcoran Report, which was a statistical analysis of prices in New York, and that made me stand apart from the crowd as an expert. If I had a button company, I'd do a focus group with little kids with different size buttons, different colors, and publish something online today that tells you what kids like best in buttons. You might think that sounds silly. Trust me, you'd get publicity because it's different. If I had a business of paper clips and I knew that there were a million paper clips out there, I would have a rainforest of paper clips and invite people to see what paper clips feel like falling on their head. Now, that might sound stupid, but I'd have a camera crew there and a newspaper reporter to see this ridiculous event. There's always a way to take your product to make it stand apart from the pack. It's about being silly or being creative as to how you can position the product differently. You don't need a different product. You just need to get it out in the street or in the media in a different way. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio podcast network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.